Hey, this is my best friend, Carolyn. And this is my best friend, David. We're a couple of vodka lovers. With a codependent relationship over a decade long. And this is Will Will and and Grace and Vodka. Vodka. Cheers. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I got a new weight training routine from our good friend, Landry. Yeah, you did. And I am in very much pain right now. Yes. So if I squeal when leaning over to pick up my drink, Mm -hmm. listeners, that's why. I started with her a couple weeks ago, and I'm sort of past the sword thing. The sword? The sword? The sword? I'm sort of past the the sword. Um, I'm sort of past the soreness of it all. Anyway, if you are in the Chicagoland area, or abroad, I guess, and you are looking for a training program... Landry Fleming is the way to go. Yeah, she is. Let us know. We'll put you in touch, I guess. I guess that's kind of a plug. I guess we sort of plugged her. Hey. Yeah. Cool. A hundred bad guys with swords. (laughs) (laughs) Will and Grace. Will and Grace. That's the TV show that we like best. It is? Yes. What are we drinking? Um, Carolyn made delicious, what were they called? Vodka cranberry spritzes? Little spritz. Little Little spritz. spritz. It's delicious. Um, What what vodka did we use? Svedka. Yep. It was Svedka, right? Yeah. Okay, yes, it was Svedka. It's Um, on your show notes, David. It sure is. (laughs) Oh, David. Um, Anyway, it's delicious. It is. I'm very proud. Um, What a yummy little thing. Wait a cocktail. Thank you. What episode? Using leftovers. We're not wasteful here at Will and Grace and Vodka. Nope. Uh, we are talking today about episode 210, T and total lack of sympathy. <laughs> Original air date, January 11th, 2000. We did it. We made it into the new millennium. You know what I realized when I typed this date? Hmm. You remember how we were talking about your, your realizing you were gay at Theater Fest? Yes. That would have been the weekend that we took our fall play to Theater Fest, <gasps> my senior year of high school. Oh my God. True story. What was your, what was your fall play? Oh, I don't remember. Oh, I remember the title of the play we took. Yeah. It is published. Oh. We wrote it ourselves. Oh, blessings. Do you want to hear the title? I would love to hear the title. Please tell me. If we're all so much alike, how come we ain't hanging together? Bravo. Thank you. God, I just, the tenacity of high schoolers is my favorite thing. Right. And we were just unbridled we were they cut us loose they were like you do what you want and we were like we are gonna write a very important social problems play and it was a lot and well, i well if we're not doing it. anything these days it's not underestimating teenagers mm-hmm. so uh hit us with that hulu vidya summary Will's new boss gives him an ultimatum. He has until Friday to bring in a major new client to the firm or lose his job. At the 11th hour, Will is still empty-handed, but then Karen pays an unexpected visit and he gets an idea. Jack also, and Grace were not in this episode. Right. I was gonna say, like, also, there's a whole subplot that's not mentioned at all. Um, trivia? Uh, this is the first episode where Karen uses her alias Anastasia Beaverhausen. <laughs> um, and her delivery is, as you all know, flawless. Uh, and the song Will sings to Karen in the hotel bar is Olivia Newton-John's I Honestly Love You from 1974. And where can the people find that song if they are looking for it? Well, I think it'll go on our Spotify playlist. 
Absolutely. Entitled Will and Grace and Vodka. Follow if you don't already. We have, I don't remember how many followers, but we do have some followers. So thanks, guys. That's exciting. Spotify pulled up. Let's see here. I think it it might be nine or ten now. Will and Grace. There is nothing more interesting on a podcast than listening to someone search for something on their computer. Ten followers we get. Ten. Thanks, ten. Hey, all right. Um, this yep. is a phenomenal episode. Uh, one of my faves. Um, I do I say that every week? <laughs> if you do, it only speaks to your love and devotion to Will and Grace. That's true. You're right. And I want to say before we jump into the summary, scene one comes at you rapid fire with does not hold up does not hold up does not hold up so much does not hold up does not hold up there's so much does not hold up in this episode throughout the whole episode but scene one especially yep is like pew 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 it's like (laughs) oh oh cringe cringe (laughs) it's like almost like trigger warning pretty much anything you can imagine any offense that a person might take pretty much shall we let's shall (laughs) grace bursts into the apartment in full winter gear, mm-hmm. mad at Will for not being at the gym. Are you making pancakes? And he's making pancakes, yes. And we don't quite get it at first. Right. But she says, we agreed, for, was it four weeks? Four times a week. Four times a week. At the gym. Week. And no carbs, no sugar, no fat, which is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my so entire So stupid. Life. How is your body going to function? PSA, guys, you need carbs to exist you they need, give you energy. You need sugars to exist. You need fats. Yeah. In so, order to digest anything. Everything in moderation. Stop eliminating things from your diet unless it's for health reasons and your doctor sets up. The anyway, end of PSA. We're also thinking about adding more vodka to this cocktail, but we'll come I, to that later. Should we though? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we should. Great. <clears throat> and so Will Will's like, yeah, I've totally been cheating. And Grace says, me too. Hook it up. <laughs> And that is adorable. And also definitely what we would be like. That's real. Oh, God. Uh, So Jack wanders in the apartment with this quick little walk. Mm -hmm. I'm wiggling. (laughs) You're wiggling, yeah. He's all excited. It is a wiggle. It's a wiggly walk. Mm -hmm. And he's all excited. And what does Will say? Problem number one. Congratulations. I hope you're very happy in your new life as a woman. Which is a tease. Yeah. And then what does Jack say back? Problem number two. (laughs) That's so funny. I forgot you're fat. God damn it. I know. And like we get it. It's their repartee. But it doesn't hold up. No, it doesn't. It does not hold up. And jokes about being a transgendered person. Right. Are just... I mean, I don't think that anything... Like, I I think, okay, let me rephrase this. I think that there are a lot of things that are very serious in which we can find humor. However, I think that right now, because of um, the struggles that the trans community is experiencing, especially, these are themes that must be taken seriously right now. And they're, they're not jokeable because these people are... Uh, dying they're literally dying dying. and they're in grave danger every day yes specifically trans women of color anyway moving on (laughs) (laughs) none of which jack is (laughs) right um so jack is super excited 
because Antiques on the Road is coming to town. And of course, it's a parody of or, Antiques well, Roadshow. Antiques Roadshow. I wonder, and, like, they've not had any trouble up until now, like, getting licensing for, like, anything that they wanted to mention. Yeah. What does PBS have against them, like, saying Antiques Roadshow? I feel like it could only promote it. Right. Who knows? Maybe they just didn't feel like it. Mm. <laughs> and so we get another instance in which Jack and Grace have the same interest and are super excited. Mm-hmm. And it's so apropos because this weekend, you and me are going to Stars on Ice. <laughs> we get to see Adam Rippon in the flesh and Nathan Chen and the Ship Sibs and, 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 and Mariah and all of them. And I'm just so excited. I'm just, we're so. going to... We'll Instagram it. We'll Instagram it. Yeah. So you'll follow see, us. You'll see. You'll all, We're not going to give anything away. You'll have seen. Oh, yeah. By the time this airs. By the time this airs, we will have had a life-changing experience. And if you think we're getting dinner at the Onion Garden afterwards, you are right. Totally correct. Completely. Um, Because for some inexplicable reason, the show is at 4 p.m. <laughs> right. And also, since talking last week <clears throat> about the Onion Garden, I have been Craving. dying for carbs. And like cheesy bread. We're going to go eat some breadsticks and some salad mm-hmm. and some pasta. Yes. It's going to be great. Um, so uh, they they get stupid together again and mm-hmm. this stupid thing that they're into. And it's so, so adorable. And they geek out over Porcelain Paul, who is gay and really cute. And turns out Will doesn't know what Antiques on the Road is. How do you not know? How do you not know? And then... <laughs> They tell him it's like the most important television except for the creek. And Grace says, I'm over the creek. Me too. (laughs) It's great. So little has changed also. Yeah. Like this is like that's like Antiques Roadshow is to 2000 as Great British Baking Show is to today. Oh, yes. So what happens next is one of my favorite Grace moments of all time. And it is... The face. She explains oh. to Will that people bring their antiques hoping that they'll be super, super, you know, valuable and they, they'll they get a lot of money for them and they end up being worth like 10 bucks and then they make the face. And obviously this is a podcast, but I'm going to make it right now. Please and do, it's... please do. Oh, that's so good. <gasps> that's very accurate. That's what she totally does. I do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Often without realizing what I'm doing and then I remember what it's from and I just I love this face so much I think it's hysterical Deborah Messing is perfect now do us now show us what it would be if a person had something that was was worth five thousand dollars but they ruined it with lemon pledge oh no that's what that one was oh oh okay the first one is (sighs) yes and she screws up her face and just Mm -hmm. kind of tilts her chin down but the second one is off to the side and like really distressed yeah I also want to point out, I want to jump back really quick, just for a second, Mm -hmm. um, to Jack's entrance, Mm -hmm. um, because the studio audience loses their shit when he walks in. So that, like... Fan favorite. Yeah, that tells me that at this point in the show's, you know, tenure, Jack had become just this total icon. Yep. And I love that for him. That's a great observation. I love that for Sean. And, like, I love that his entrance garnered such applause me too and adulation deserved so deserved you are great at noticing the audience reactions well i live for the applause applause get out no i can't i'm (laughs) stuck here i can't leave why because i'm changed to the rhythm 
get out of my house. <laughs> I'm sorry for mixing Lady Gaga and Katy Perry. How dare you? I apologize, everybody. Um, so Will says, after he sees the face and stuff, he's like, that sounds fun. When is it on? Which, number one, is funny because you have to know when things are on. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> What's it like watching things in real time? Does anyone do that anymore? Does anyone sit down at 8 p.m. to watch their NBC shows anymore? It's funny because like the watch only... Watch them the next day on Hulu. They're commercial free. Right. The only thing I do that for is Drag Race. And that's only sometimes. That's only when I don't watch it here with you, you know, after we record. Right. Um, but like when I do that, I go to a bar and I meet up with people and it's an event. Yeah. You know, you because... You pay money for it. Well... To get a drink. To get a drink, Yes. Um, it's just like, it's so different now. The it is. World. It's very different. The whole world. Um, and, but Jack looks at Will and it, and just goes, mm, not really looking for any Johnny come lately's. Like so earnestly, just like, mm, mm. that's not, I don't want that. I don't want you to enjoy this, please. Oh, please, please, can't I be a flouncing geek, too? (laughs) (laughs) And yes, you can. We all can. We all can. Because what's better than being enthusiastic about something? And having a person to be excited with. It's the most fun. And, like, it's it's how people get to know each other. And, like... It bonds Jack and Grace together. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I cannot wait to go to Stars on Ice because here's the thing. I know that I could have bought two tickets and taken my husband and he would have been like, that was fun. And he would have like been impressed. Yeah, he would have been like, that's great. Good for them. Bye. But (laughs) I will scream with you. You will scream and we're both going to cry. I know that's going to happen. And we're going to clutch each other's arms. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be amazing. Yep. And like, what is better than geeking out with someone over something that you share? God, here, here. Here, here. I love that. And, you know, it's a, it's a thing that people kind of come for a lot when they're, you know, picking out flaws about people. Like, there's that whole thing that I read recently where it's like the first thing that people will criticize is somebody who tries or somebody who cares. You yes. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Try. Care. It's important. Yeah. You only live once. The least interesting thing you can be is unimpressed. Mm. Unimpressed is not a personality. Mm. Damn. So anyway, <laughs> credits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but after Will says, and that children concludes our fairy tale, because Jack <laughs> is, because Grace says we have to go. I want to make the face on TV, and Jack says I have to go. I have to meet Paul and make him my lover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there we are. Very cute. Good plan. So. <clears throat> We hop over to Will's Will's new office with his wooden computer. Again. <laughs> I don't get it, but there it is. Hey, look at that. We gave Mrs. Freeman a line. A line. Just the one. And it's Mr. Doucette wants to see you. That's it. Well, and Will makes jokes at her, and then he's like, mm, you don't like me very much, do you? And she goes, mm-mm. <laughs> and then Ben bursts in and tells Will... That he must get uh, get a very high profile client. The way he says it is one of the men whose names is on one of those buildings out there. Which gave me a Grr, like shiver. You're gross. It's clearly, Trump is insinuated. Um, 
and <laughs> we hate him. Um, Are you shocked? <laughs> uh, so then they kind of go back and forth a little bit. Will's like, wait a minute. By Friday? By Friday? I just feel like that's really short notice. And he goes, no, I actually mean by Thursday, but I'm giving you till Friday. <laughs> and basically, Ben is putting the screws to Will about yeah. this. He's like, no, you need to bring in a high profile client. And Will's like, well, wait, last week you couldn't live without me. And I was like the guy with heart. And he goes, yeah, that was last week. It was the honeymoon and it went really well. Now, I, what, what? You made a face. No, I just don't remember that at all. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, and then I lost my train of thought. Anyway, Will has to bring in a high profile client and it's super unfair, the time yeah. frame in which, and utterly unrealistic. Christopher, weigh in. Um, <laughs> Chris never weighs in. I know. Um, Ben feels, it feels like a very tr- toxic relationship. Yes. Doesn't it feel toxic? Because yes. my feelings on this were uh, like gaslighty. Mm-hmm. Gaslighty. And um, so what, you know, there's this thing of like when you have a job and you are subordinate to someone else in some way or another, right. you really kind of just have to eat it and let them run the shit. Right. Right. Which is why so many people want to be in charge because escaping that feeling of feeling helpless or like you have to just take it is so dehumanizing. Yes. Um, I talked through my burp. Good for um, you, honey. <laughs> um, dehumanizing. Um, <laughs> it's really gross and it's 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 really hard to do and um, Will has to really go through it in this episode as yeah. you'll see shortly. I thought you were talking about talking through your burp. Oh. <laughs> that No, I think talking through your burp is the most humanizing. Well, and here's where I found gaslighting mm-hmm. is when um, Ben tells him this story about a three-way and Will says, what does that have to do with anything? And Ben says, oh, nothing. I just really love that story. So get to work, Will, and stop listening to so many stories. So many pointless stories. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that's really frustrating. Right? And like, I really felt for Will here. He's really... he's Ben is written as a an intentionally frustrating character. Mm-hmm. Um that much is clear. However, it is so effective that it makes me like, I don't know, sort of viscerally upset. Yeah. Ditto. When I experience it. I felt that too. That's interesting. That is interesting. Well, probably because we both... we've both been in relationships when we've been treated like that. Yes. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. No. Yeah. For me, like the translation of that has been like, uh, Oh, like, I want to be with you. Don't you want to be with me? Like, let's be together. Oh, no, I don't want to be your boyfriend. No, not like your boyfriend, though. And then being and then hearing that person also say, like, you should really go for it. You should really ask for what you want. You need to be cl- more more clear about what you want. But then, then asking ask for what you want and then being like, it was really unreasonable to you, of you to ask me that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And I think everyone has experienced that in some capacity. And But I was really I'm so glad you were also squicked out by this scene. Yeah. I think for me, it also had to do with work, too. Like, a boss doing that. Not all bosses are like that, of course. I'm not. No, you are sure not. Um, I mean, I don't... No, exactly, (laughs) she's not my boss. I that we were just making faces, and that was not real. We were like, oh, that wasn't right. Um, (laughs) But, like, 
I have definitely had bosses in the past. Oh, yeah. Especially in the service industry who just make you feel like absolute garbage. And they know how good you are and they need you. Mm -hmm. And they set expectations that you cannot meet. Yes. Yep. Um, So Ben leaves Mm -hmm. and we hop over to the antique. Not yet. Hmm? Karen walks in. No. What? Nope. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. That's a different scene. They feel like the same scene to me. They're I know. basically the same scene. Um, Going on. So we hop over to Antiques on the Road. <laughs> yes. And Jack and Grace are there. And Grace has found a teapot in a lesbian thrift shop. Mm-hmm. And um, here's another. She says. Doesn't hold up. What do the girls have against hair products? And Jack rolls his eyes and says, it's their way. First of all, inaccurate. Mm-hmm. Uh, second of all, there's more than one different kind of gay person, guys. I don't know if you fucking know. Third <laughs> of all, Will and Grace do better about representing queer women. Agreed. Moving on. Moving on. Um, so Grace's plan is to come up with a sob story that she's going to tell Paul so she can really sell the face mm-hmm. when he tells her it's worth five bucks. <laughs> and... Jack is like, oh, good. That'll bring me closer to Paul in our pain. Like, you know. <laughs> um, and so they're like, that's how we're going to do it. Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. And they're backing up. And Grace bumps into this little old lady who tells her about her music box. And Grace says, oh, that's lovely. I'm sure it's worth a lot. And she turns around to Jack. And she goes, <laughs> she goes, that's not worth a dime. And she makes the face again. <laughs> And that's it. And so we get this like lovely problematic mm-hmm. bonding moment with Jack and Grace at this. It's really sweet. Though. Roadshow. I love that they love the same thing. I know, and I love I love these like what do we call them crossovers where yeah. it's Jack and Grace and Karen and Will. I love that. I do too. I love the dynamics. So, Will is we jump back to Will's office. Will is on the phone with a child, <laughs> explaining how good he is at lawyering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trying to get this child's father as a client. <laughs> um, ben comes in wanting to know what's going on. And... And Will tells him, well, I'm 5'11". I like long walks on the beach. It's I very I don't cute. like games. It's very cute. And then he just stares at Ben and he's like, you're not in the mood, are you? <laughs> um, and basically Will is saying, like, I'm having a lot of trouble meeting this goal. Like, I need more time. Yeah, he's trying to explain to Ben that this is impossible. Which it fucking is. <clears throat> I assume. Um, when in walks... Karen Walker. Ding, 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 ding! Oh, bring it on. I love this outfit she's wearing, and she wears it for most of the rest of the episode. It is a blue... I can't tell if it's a shift dress or, like, a top and skirt with a blue pashmina mm-hmm. wrapped around her and they match perfectly she does look amazing and she looks incredible she looks so good i love this blue on blue i don't know it just struck me yeah that's I excellent it. my fashion moment is also karen but it's later okay um sir uh she comes in and she's barking at will about something she's brought something from grace's office that will left there right and the deal is that if she brought it over to will she could take she could leave it one. And Grace doesn't know about the deal, so keep that under your tube. <laughs> that makes me laugh so hard. And so she says tube. 
Yep, it's exact. That's exactly the way she says "toop." Mm-hmm. Keep it under your toop. <laughs> it's just it's like short and percussive and it's, cute. I love Megan Mullally. Um. So. And she turns around, and Ben is like, "Mrs. Walker, I know you." And she's like, "Oh yeah," and he goes, "The the whatever do." Um. Yeah, she was like, it's some benefit. Oh my and god, she we're goes, so good at this. She says, yeah, you were the bartender. He goes, no, but you did order a drink from me. And like, um, the whole audience is like, whoa. And she's like, and I'm still waiting. Uh, 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 but, but it's very clear what's happening. Yes. And that this is not a joke and it's not okay. Like, it's very right. clear. So that's the difference. It's very clear that Karen's wrong. Yeah, and and that's the difference in these mm-hmm. these interactions. Um, and oof, so the worst is yet to come. One of my favorite things happens next, where she turns to Mrs. Freeman, who is of course standing there silently. Yeah, holding papers or something. Yeah, files. Right. Papers. Mm-hmm. She's got all her papers. Um, and she turns to Mrs. Freeman and she says. Honey, could you pop a stamp on this and pop it in the mail for me? And hands her a letter. No, she doesn't. She puts the letter out in the air. And well, Mrs. yeah, she Freeman like holds it out. Just stares at her, and the beat is perfect. The timing is perfect because she won't neither take of them, it. Neither of them crack. No, it's amazing. There, it's it's gorgeous. And then Karen finally goes, "I like you," and, and walks, walks away. away. <laughs> <laughs> it's so. Wonderful and like puts Karen right in her place. And, yes, it does. And I, we both did it in a row. I mean, we're just making all kinds of noise. Um, so she walks away, and Will goes, "Sorry." She usually just sends her flying monkeys. And uh, Ben is like, <laughs> "Wow, you're farther along than I thought you were. Uh, how long have you been working on the? Uh, we've been trying to get Walker Inc. forever." Mm-hmm. And. Will picks up on what he's saying and he's like, oh, yeah, I totally, totally almost closed the deal. I'm just, you know, working out a few last kinks. Uh, just got to reel her in. And he's like, "I all I need is uh, he makes a wailing reference. I forget what it is. It's like a harpoon and some chum. Yeah, I didn't write down. Oh, yeah, he does. And then the ben reason go- I take extensive notes is because I have no memory. OK. <laughs> and then Ben says. I don't care if you have to blow her out of the water. Get Walker Inc. Yes. With dynamite. Uh, and then he says, Will, did I tell you the story about the two guys who want to go out with you? He goes, no. And he's like really excited. Like he's really actually excited about this. And Ben is like, well, I won't unless you land Walker Inc. And he walks out. <clears throat> also, chill the fuck out, Ben. I don't like bosses who own, who intimidate. It really bugs me. I don't me. either. It's not a good way to boss. You can't lead that way. I'm sorry. I know I've never worked in anything like as intense as law, but yeah. um, I have had some fairly intense like contracts in my life, and the most effective leadership I've ever seen has led with patience and calm and kindness. The best CEO I ever worked with was a guy named Joe Antunovich. He uh, has an architecture firm. And he is just one of the best dudes. He sat with his employees. He didn't have an office. It was very open plan loft space in River North. Um, but he sat 
in the middle of his employees. And granted, his desk was much larger, but he sat with them. And you didn't get vacation time. You just took a vacation when you needed it, as long mm-hmm. as your work was covered. Mm-hmm. Like, no one took advantage of it. Not a single person. Mm-hmm. Don't come to work sick. Don't you come here if you have a cough. Work remotely if you have to. Like, he was the kindest man I have ever worked for, truly. That's awesome. Yeah. He knew exactly how to um, be a boss. And it really, honestly, taught me a lot about how to be a boss. Yeah. And treating my, the people who work for me. Yeah. The same as I would treat myself. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So this Ben thing That's is awesome. really great for sitcoms, not so great for real life. No, not at all. <laughs> Completely exaggerated, totally outlandish and ridiculous yeah. and not real. Um, well, except it probably is real in some places. Probably. Sir. We hop back over to the antique uh, on the road. Antiques on the road. Antiques on the road. And... Really hard not to call it Antiques Roadshow. Uh... Jack and Grace are standing in front of Porcelain Paul. Who is played by Harry Von Gorkum. Von Gorkum. A British classically trained actor. He's been in everything. He's very handsome. He is very handsome. He's got real big eyes. He has huge eyes. That was the thing I noticed about him too. They're like yours. Oh, heck. Thanks. Gigantic. But he's, he's, yeah, he's cute. Yeah. Um, and he's appraising their teapot mm-hmm. and jack introduces himself as just jack <laughs> just jack uh yeah and they're selling a really sad story yeah they're trying to talk about the emotional significance of the teapot <laughs> grandma meg losing her legs and, and then, then the next her day feet. her feet <laughs> <laughs> i love that he's such a dimwit <laughs> uh, yes oh my god great word for him in this moment because he's 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 being so honest it's not very big when he says it it's just and then her feet yep like just so he's just trying really hard to play the the like sad relative yeah like so stupid it's adorable um and then she (laughs) grace says grandma caused a fire by mistakenly answering the iron (laughs) (laughs) ow Sounds horrible. Yeah, that hurts. Um, and Jack adds, with her hook. <laughs> uh, and so Paul's like, cool, give me the teapot. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about this. And he's evaluating it and um, says, well, there's a gold chip here. How much were you hoping this and would she's be like, worth? Oh, I don't know. $5,000. And he's like, well, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but... And they're both, like, doing the face a little bit. She's getting ready. She's so excited to do the face. And he says, it's actually worth $30,000. And, and Grace goes, does. What? <laughs> <laughs> and and then right before commercial, Jack picks up the teapot lid and she picks up the teapot and, and they both, like, look inside. <laughs> and it's so funny. <laughs> like, they're looking inside. Like, what could possibly be inside this that is... is like worth that because it's not the teapot it's so it's so quick and it's so funny this Uh, thread has a very quick resolution mm -hmm. it's very silly um so then we we cut to them away from paul and they both think 
and they're both like, "Ooh, we've won thirty thousand dollars," and they I both won think it's theirs. Yeah, which is so dumb. Yes, but kind of par for the course for these characters. For especially for Jack to be like, yeah. I can't believe I won thirty thousand dollars. Right, and like to think, and we all know Grace is like the most self-involved person. Completely, but like for Jack to think that him not contributing the pot at all, like she bought it, right? She brought it to the thing. Oh, but it was his idea to go to the thing. But for him to think that she would take no cut of the $30,000 is so insane. It's absurd. I think that's way crazier than Grace being like, well, I've got $30,000. Right. I bought the teapot, so therefore it's mine. It's my teapot. Yeah. Yeah. You can have a thousand. (laughs) Totally. Right. Um, So they agree to split it. They agree to split it. And she goes to shake Jack's hand and she's like, $15,000, still a lot of money. And he goes, not enough to buy an Audi, and grabs it and runs away. Runs, just full out. <laughs> <laughs> runs away. <laughs> oh my God. And so she takes off after him. Cut to a very different scene. Yes. We're in a high-end, probably private club. Yes. Where Karen is talking to Smitty. Young Smitty. Who is not Smitty. Oh, yeah, he's not. He's for sure not the Smitty no. that we come to he know was, and love. He's the only Smitty um, who, his name is David St. James. This is his only episode. And then oh. the next time we see Smitty, get this, when Charles C. Stevenson, who is still on Will and Grace. As Smitty. Currently, mm-hmm. um, he doesn't appear again until the fourth season. Oh, my God. What? I know. Well, then there's a lot of Smitty coming. Uh, How many episodes? Um, I got that from Wikia, and he's only in, like, 10, That's including enough. the new seasons. So, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, like, Karen talks about him a lot. Uh, so, Smitty is asking her to settle the check. <clears throat> There's a cute bit about, what do they agree upon? $1,000 or, or or monthly, whichever comes first. And she says, has it been a month already? And he goes, No. in a very concerned tone it's also january 11th (laughs) when this is airing um will appears in this fancy bar and he walks up to karen and says hey karen no (laughs) no karen no karen it's you no you must have me mistaken my name is anastasia (laughs) beaverhausen we get it the first one finally so that's adorable. And so yes. there's a laugh and Will's like, what the fuck? And she goes, okay, it's me. What do you want? Um, he's like, I'm going to hang out with you or whatever. He's like, I want to have a drink. And she goes, well, you're not going to like this bar. No one's going to serve it to you in a leather thong. <laughs> Gross, and Karen. Come on. <laughs> I know. And he goes, huh, Karen, you're so funny. I'm going to need a martini in the big gulp. So ingrained in my brain. Mm-hmm. Um... So we're back. I don't know if you noticed, but <clears throat> we're back to kind of the choppiness a little jump, bit. Jump, 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 jump. The jumpiness of the scenes. It doesn't bother me very no, much. No, it doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. I have a short attention span. I do too. What? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You want to ride bikes? <laughs> I want to go ride bikes. Um. So we're back at Roadshow. And they are just tearing through. They are running, sprinting. Um, chasing. chasing. Jack is running. Grace is giving chase. Giving chase. And is this the last scene? Yes, it is. Uh-huh. 
Oh, gives chase. You even wrote that down. I did. Um, <clears throat> soy. So they're running, and Grace says, and Jack hides in a trunk. <laughs> and Grace walks in and or runs in, and she's she asks someone, "Have you seen a gay man run by with a teapot?" Looking really excited. Oh, and she's who like, am "Who I am kidding? I kidding?" <laughs> it's like asking if you see a loser at a Renaissance fair. Rude. Rude. <laughs> I've never been to a renaissance fair, and I really don't have much of a desire to go to one, but have you? No. I'd go to one, though. You would? If someone invited me and was like, this is going to be really fun, sure. I I don't think I'd have fun. I think it'd be fun. I'd put on a a silly dress. Oh, yeah. I'd put on a silly dress. (laughs) Yeah, you would. I'm not going to. You look good in a course that I've seen it. Have you? Thank you. Mm Mm-hmm. Good for me. When did I wear a corset? I don't remember. Great. Anyway. Maybe I'm just making that up in my brain. Well, I don't think so, though. It's, it it checks out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Uh, so anyway, they take away the trunk and they it had no it. bottom. <laughs> and they lift it off of him and Grace is standing in front of him. And Jack looks up and he goes, can you see me? <laughs> yes, Tommy, I can see you. <laughs> so they give chase again. And we cut to uh, Porcelain Porcelain Paul, Paul. uh, who's not looking at porcelain, but it's some lovely screen Mm -hmm. that this couple have brought in. And he's like, how much do you think it's worth? And they go, I don't know. We found it in the attic. Maybe 20 bucks. And he (laughs) says, no, this is worth $25,000. And just like that. Who crashes through the screen? Grace and Jack. Falling on top of each other. But holding up the teapot. Yep. And Porcelain Paul leans down, grabs the teapot, and gives it to the couple and says, I believe this is yours. End of subplot. It's so great. It's perfect. <laughs> it's just like, it's yummy. It's just, yeah. It's, it's just it's, yummy and, and, and it's pithy. just enough. Yeah, it's, it's perfect. just enough. It's I not love too it. much. And I just, I really love when they're in scenes together. I think it's wonderful. Me too. They're so good. I mean, yeah. they're both th- so silly. Yes. And usually they have... They have uh, Karen who act. has, who and Karen and Will have their sillinesses too, right. but Will is stuffy and that's his bit. And Karen is, um, you know, like, like HBIC and that's her bit, you know, head bitch in charge. Oh, I learned something today. <laughs> yeah. HBIC. HBIC. How nice. I've made a life out of surrounding myself with HBICs. You really have. Yes, I have. <laughs> you really have. And I'm as happy as a little clam. Um, because I feel very protected. Um, I'll kill anyone. I know. Who messes with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're back at the, <clears throat> the lounge where mm-hmm. Karen and Will are having a lovely drink. but And they've moved to a couch, and they've gotten more casual, and they're having fun. Yeah, they're talking about childhood scars and how they got them. and Yeah. And um, she asks him about one on his forehead. And he says that that's an emotional scar as well as a physical one, because in his middle school talent show, he went on stage to sing I Honestly Love You by Olivia Newton-John and he got laughed off the stage and as he was running away he tripped and fell into some poor girl's headgear. <laughs> Ouch! Um, and he was humiliated And 
So Karen then pulls up her skirt a little bit and shows him her thigh. And he goes, see that one? And she's just like rubbing her thigh. And mm-hmm. he's like, I don't see a scar. And she goes, oh no, I was just talking about my thigh. It's good, right? It's good, right? <laughs> Two episodes in a row. I love it. It's good, right? It's oh, good, right? yes. Ugh, I love her. <sighs> um. <clears throat> so she says to him, I'm almost on the verge of liking you. Or not disliking you. Of not disliking you. Yes, thank you very mm-hmm. much. Um, so he says, you know, last time we had drinks, um, you were having kind of a rough go of it with Stan. How's it going? And she's like, well, it's fine, whatever. We ha- he has his wing. I have mine. Steady as she goes. <laughs> and and then he says, well, that's good. I'm, I'm glad you're happy. And are you happy with your lawyer? <laughs> And he takes a sip of his drink. And she's like, oh, I don't know. I mean, I guess Well, the way she starts it, it, too, is like so perfect because she doesn't give it away that she knows what's like. It's just a really good acting moment mm-hmm. for Megan. She's like, well, I don't know. It's like, wait a minute. You know, like it's yeah. so, you can see the slow dawn on it, her. You, you sees it dawn on her. You sees it dawn on her, you know. I says to her. I says, I says to her. I says. Um. She gets really irate, and justifiably so. Yeah. Uh, because they're having a lovely time, and it turns out that he's just kind of conning her, which sucks. Um, but he he doesn't try to hide it. He comes right out with no, it. He's like, yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm really desperate, so I'm kind of wondering if you could throw me a bone. Oh, well, or what does he say? She also says, are you working me, Wilma? <laughs> the crowd goes wild. Yes. Um, and he says, Walker Inc., blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you want Walker Inc.? You go through Mrs. Inc., Oh, it's so good. So um, also, I wanted to note: there's a close-up of Eric holding his martini glass. He has really beautiful piano-playing hands. Oh, I too am five eleven. Don't play games, and love men. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do have lovely piano playing. Hands. I'm holding up my beautiful piano hands. So, so then she's she's like, "How bad do you want it?" And he goes, "Real bad." And she's like, bad enough to suck that peanut off the coffee table? And he's like, no, I, I, I'm I, not going to suck a suck peanut. Suck it! <laughs> suck it! <laughs> and she does it like two two more times, and he finally does it. He like hoovers it off the table. It's yeah. hysterical. And he goes, I really hope that was a peanut. Uh, and then she decides that he's she's a monster in this moment. She goes over to the piano. She's hurt. Yeah, of course she is. She thought she was having fun, and she was being... Yeah, and that she had this genuine relationship with Will. Yeah. I feel I feel for her in this I moment. I do, too. Absolutely. But this is monstrous. It's terrible. <laughs> so she goes up to the pianist. <clears throat> she takes the microphone. And she says hello to everybody. You're now going to enjoy the vocal stylings of Will Truman. And Will's like, uh, fuck no. And then she says... Uh, I honestly love you in a high key to the pianist. <laughs> and he starts playing the intro. And Will's like, I'm not doing this. This is ridiculous. I'm not doing this. And she holds the microphone up and he starts singing. Yep. There he goes. Off he goes. She tells him to get on the piano and give it some Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Arch your back. Lick your lips. <clears throat> kick your feet. You've made us believe it. Now make him believe it. And she points to the unfortunate looking piano player and he stops. He's like, I can't do this. You are... Do you have the quote written Sadistic down? and bitter and empty. Damn. Ouch. Damn. So... That's rough. That's leaves. rough. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's it's mean. Um. 
so we cut to the next scene. He he leaves and she just stands there. And it's the next day. Yeah. And he's in his office and he's packing. Mm-hmm. He's saying goodbye to all the things. <laughs> his bookshelf, his window, his view. And the Calvin Klein underwear ad. <laughs> I think I'll miss you most of all. And um <clears throat> Ben Burson. He does nothing quietly. No. Um he's like, Congratulations, Will. And Will's like, what are you talking about? And he says, well, Mrs. Walker came in and signed the papers this morning. And Will is shocked. Will is shocked. And he his mouth is open. And we get one of the worst lines in Will and Grace that has ever existed. Oh, God, I don't remember it. <laughs> Close your mouth. You look like you're missing a chromosome. Oh, no. <gasps> Isn't that sick? Ew, what a bitch. That's so terrible. Yeah. Oh, no. There's guys, so guys, much... guys, guys, guys. Ew, ew. You can't do that. You can't do that. Ah, ah, oh. Mm. I know. My skin is crawling right now. That's disgusting. I know. It, it, when she said that, I had to pause it and be like, that is not okay. Shit. That would never happen today. No, 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 never. no, 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 no. Thank, and thank God. No shit. I just, I could not believe those words came out of her mouth. And, so, so far um, we've had racism, sexism, mm-hmm. ableism, mm-hmm. and heterosexism. Mm. Fun. Great. Anyway. This was quite a banner episode for things that did not hold did up. Did not hold up. <laughs> but still an episode I love. Yes. Like, how? Me too. Yeah. Well, I think that... We just can't... I mean, you can't judge something through the lens of 2018. You really can't. It's... It's, it's impossible. It's impossible to do. Yeah. Um, but uh, but that's bad and should never have been written. Never. That wasn't funny then. Nope. So uh, Ben leaves after congratulating yeah. Will and <clears throat> Karen and Will are alone. And he says, well, why, why did you do this? She says, oh, I don't know. I like Grace. Grace likes you. Smitty likes me. I like Cuddy Shark. Sark. Cutty Shark. <laughs> it even says Sark right there. I didn't. This is too much vodka. So he apologizes. Yes. And she's like, for what? And he says, well, for calling you. And she just stares at him. What are you talking about? Like, thereby saying, we're taking everything we both did and said last night, mm-hmm. we're throwing it away. And it's a really lovely moment. Yes. It's so really he says, nice. Can your lawyer Whoa. Damn. <laughs> Can your lawyer buy you lunch? She goes, Honey, I don't eat with the help. And leaves. <laughs> and leaves, and that's the end of the episode. End of the episode. Oh, I'm uh ding ding ding, sorry. Oh. Karen's hair in this scene Oh was flat and very nineteen nineties mm. uh slash two thousands, I guess. No. Uh very Rachel. Green. You're right. It was parted totally in the middle. Was. But it had an offset bang like part. Big, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The hair. <clears throat> and she's wearing a paler blue in this scene. Mm-hmm. If I recall. Maybe. I don't know. I sure. don't remember. Sure. Uh, what's your takeaway, Care? Take a drink. You know what, David? Hmm. I don't know. I think my takeaway is what we were talking about earlier about having enthusiasm for things that are probably 
viewed upon as viewed upon mm-hmm. viewed upon as stupid <laughs> work <laughs> i think that's my takeaway i love that it's takeaway. okay to be enthusiastic and it's okay to love things and it's it's fine to show your ecstaticness yeah i love that that's really that's really good and that's sort of what we're doing here too we're like embracing yeah. like what geeks we are about this lovely tv show yeah what about you davy what's your takeaway uh choose a fashion moment earlier <laughs> otherwise you'll forget to have one and end up with karen's hair <laughs> in the last scene because it's the only thing you can remember so about what just, anyone was wearing you phoned it in huh so i phoned it in <laughs> i knew a lot of other quotes oh did you spill mm-hmm. i like your hoodie thank you only you can prevent wildfires yeah <clears throat> me and firefighters right um thanks for listening to will and grace and vodka if yeah. you enjoyed what you heard please 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 cannot stress this enough go on whatever platform you're listening on rate us five stars only five stars and we write something even, nice we don't even make you listen to ads no we don't um so yeah, do that. It's helpful. And Share it with people, please. Social yeah. media is great. Uh, speaking of social media. Follow us on all the things. The Twitter, the Instagram, the Facebook at Will and Grace Pod. Um, our vodka drink this week was a cranberry spritz made with Svedka. And it was super yums. Yeah, it was great care. Thanks again. Yeah. PJ Hanky was the genius behind our theme song. And Sasha Gerritsen is our fabulous executive producer. And that's about that. That's about that. We'll see you next week. Say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie. Good. Great. Ew, don't. (laughs) You're not into swallowing?